Okay, Amar, we have seen some of the worst emails or LinkedIn messages, and this is going to be pertaining to two types. One, this is their first touch point to URI, or this is like drip sequence number two, three, or four, the follow-on. Now, I'm going to go with my vote and why I hate it. Let's do it. I keep getting the sequence. So imagine message one. I ignored it. Came in via email, came in through LinkedIn. It's now message two, three, four, or five. And the message is titled, just checking in to update my CRM. Okay. So this is, I call this the drinking bird. I have written about this. I have made videos about this. The drinking bird is a Simpsons episode. I'm going to date myself here. It's a Simpsons episode where Homer gains so much weight that he no longer can physically go into the nuclear power plant. So he concocts this idea. He gets to work from home. This is long before working from home is popular. And he realizes by working from home, he can wear a muumuu. He can go to the fridge whenever he wants. He keeps getting heavier and heavier. Then he realizes the only thing he really actually has to do is take a broomstick and hit the letter Y, yes, on his computer for protocols so he can watch TV. Then he realizes, my God, I've got this drinking bird in the at my house. You fill it up with water, and every 30 seconds, the drinking bird would just go up and down and hit yes. So this is what I fear I'm seeing from specifically... SDRs and BDRs who are doing a lot of heavy prospecting, they load up their cadences and sequences in outreach, sales loft, groove, whatever it is. And they are literally just hitting the yes button, the drinking bird button. And one of those messages is the, you know, the breakup email, which is, I just want to get an update to my CRM. And I think this is beyond lazy. Number one, it's completely valueless to me. And remember, when you're trying to book a meeting with somebody, it's a time for value exchange. Like I have to buy, you have to give me value. Yeah. So there's clearly no storyboarding going on. There's no thought process. So anyways, that's my vote. It's when somebody says, I have to update my CRM because my CRM is valuable of some sort and that I need a response from you so I can check you on or off a list. I'll ask you this out. Yeah, so that gets a vote for probably one of the top three worst emails ever concocted, right? For a prospect. But Jamie, funny story. Last couple of years, every time I dive in with salespeople, and I begin to understand why they're sending these messages. There's two core reasons. Number one, they've got volume requirements. No surprise, right? Like go figure. But those volume requirements don't allow them to achieve personalization at scale. So that's that's number one. Number two is the fact that the majority of the people that write these cadences, these sequences, just these messages, let's call them, majority of the people are actually not in sales. We love our friends in marketing, by the way. Y'all are awesome. But my goodness, you guys got to really consult sales. You got you to gotta put yourself in the shoes of the buyer. And here's just a general rule before I get into kind of like what I think the worst ones are. General rule of thumb, don't send anything that you yourself would not reply to. 
it's not rocket science, right? Like, if you know that this sounds spammy and shady and scammy and wishy and washy and yada yada, don't send it in the first place. Just do a little bit of research. Put yourself into the mindset. Now, the majority of our clients, Jamie, we're not dealing with companies with five employees, right? Like, we're dealing with SMB, upper mid-market enterprise clients, right? So this to say that y'all have customers. You have customers. Just do a short customer roundtable. Do a short customer roundtable. Get like a half a dozen of your best customers on a quick 30-minute call and say, what do you love about us and why are you still a customer? Like if I paid you to quit today, would you quit us? And if they say no, they're loyal to you. Get them to explain why in those words and poof, put those words inside your sequences. It was like the car you ran with me that day. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, by the way, just, I'm going to let the cat out the bag. When Jamie and I prospect, we're running campaigns that have a ridiculously high conversion rate. And the reason is because we talk to our customers, right? We talk to our customers. They've told us what they like about us. So we're just giving other people like them more of the same thing. Okay. Anyways, that was my rant. Here's one of the funniest ones that I've seen, which is, uh, are you the right person? And can you introduce me to somebody else? I get the gist of it. I totally do. Right. But here's the question. Why haven't you figured out who that right person is? And here's the reason. And it actually will probably end up becoming Jamie, another crazy podcast we do. But here is the fundamental reality team. The reason most salespeople ask this question or the reason why that's inputted in the first place is because most organizations have one, maximum two contacts in CRM for every account. Yeah. That's it. So everybody knows that you need an average of six to 10 people in the buying committee. Those are the people that sales needs to go after. But holy smokes, if your salespeople don't even know how to find them, or if you're not getting it for them, you've basically lost the plot. This is a really great one because what you're basically saying is this isn't just a failure at the sales rep level. That's a failure at rev ops level because you have been training your sellers to sell into enterprise and global mid-market companies, which have big org structures. And so the seller somehow got in the habit of fishing. So they are fishing for responses. Are you the person that deals with X, Y, and Z? Because their sales or rev ops team have done such a piss poor job of building out the list of the organization of all the decision makers, champions, and influencers you would sell to that you forced your sales team to be on fishing expeditions. Now that's then, then bring in the sales enablement team. You didn't teach your team to do like basic LinkedIn searches because you would realize that Amar owns the company. So who's he going to dole this out to? Like all the responses are going to be um, yes, I'm the guy that deals with it. And yes, I'm the guy with the piggy bank. So what is your question? So that's a systemic like corporate problem. A hundred percent. And I think that is, I think that's it the majority of the time. The majority of the time sales is essentially acting on someone else's behalf. They're acting on behalf of their leader. They're acting on behalf of the marketing department or RevOps or somebody's involved. And sales is basically just required to press buttons. I, I think that's a really dumb way to do business. 
Like if you're if you've hired someone in sales and they know the sales world, they know your product suite, et cetera, you should be receiving input from them. And by the way, that's just not for the emails you're sending out. That should be for the content that you're creating at the company as well. So sales input, Jamie and I are, of course, biased. We've been selling for 20 plus years, both of us, right? Obviously, we're going to sound biased, but it's because it works. It's not a dumb idea. You have to get sales involved. Um, okay, so you, one other question. Oh, you've got another one. Yeah, go go ahead. No, no, one more. And I'd love for you to wrap it up and say like, yeah, so this is not, yeah, so this is not necessarily a type of message. This is basically the amount of messages over a period of time. Most sales sequences, now, by the way, just for context, I'm prospected at least 15 to 30 times a day. I save a significant portion of these messages. So I'm speaking from experience when I tell you this. Just go, if you're a leader listening to this, just go and validate what I'm saying. You're, you're probably going to find the same thing. Here's the reality. The majority of the sequences are four touch points. That's it. Four touch I don't know why most people just write up to four. The reality is, according to HubSpot research, you need a minimum of eight. And then there's other research, even by the fine folks at Salesloft, that say you got to get up to 16. Now, I don't I think 16 is overkill. I think if you have a nice structured eight touch point sequence, not emails, just eight touch points with five or six messages, LinkedIn, email, et cetera, and that is spanned out over about a 30 to 45 day period, you increase the odds of a response significantly. So I would strongly advise that. And so as a recap, we're at the 10 minute mark. As a recap, there is a massive amount of garbage. And actually, you had a great tip for leaders. I think that there's far and few between that are doing true uh, audits uh, and really spot checking what's being said to the customer. I think the sellers are being left up to their device, up to their own devices. And, and or sales leaders are saying, hey, we've just done the conversion. We send out a thousand, we get one percent. We've done the math, and that's Man. for us. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, that that's not in the profession that we're in. Like this is not money ball of one percent prospecting. Like that's just not. I but think you know, about customers. I, I I know we're over time, but here's here's what I'll say to that. The reason cold emailing still works is that if you're selling any solution with probably twenty five k or greater, um, uh, you know not CLV, but let's just say ACV. So let's call it 25K ACV. If you're selling any solution greater than that and you get a 1% respond or a 2% response rate, it works. Well, you're looking at your cost customer acquisition. You're like, well, this math all plays out. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, we'll discuss more of these topics the next time. It's the Jamie and Amar show. No, I'm kidding. It's the Get More at Bats podcast where we help you get more at bats, meaning more booked appointments for your sales team. Isn't that what you want? Thanks for checking us out. We're going to see y'all real soon. Adios.